Welcome to the Business as Mission podcast, dedicated to those who long to see God glorified in business and the nations reached for Christ. Your host is Mike Bayer, longtime BAM leader and founder of Third Path Initiative, an online education resource for starting and growing BAM businesses around the world. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Business is Mission podcast. I'm your host, Mike Bayer, and I'm here with a, a relatively new friend, Brandon Junkin. Brandon is uh, the founder and leader of a group called Arimathea, and uh, he reached out to me, I don't know, a couple of three months ago, looking to find a way for our online uh, education to, to be shared with them and, and be a part of what they're doing. But I was just intrigued with his vision, the team he's put together, and invited him to be our guest and tell his story. So Brandon, good morning and, and welcome. Mike, it's a privilege to be here just on a podcast that's hosted so many wonderful, amazing people. And you're one of them. So uh, as I've gotten to know you, 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 fit, you fit right in. So as we say, this is really about stories. So tell us a little bit of your story. Tell us a, bit, a little bit about you, your conversion. Uh, your testimony is really pretty powerful. So why don't we start? We don't usually start that far back, but let's start with that this time and just kind of tell us how, how the Lord got a hold of you. And then how he began to move you into where you are now, this world of business's mission. So, go to your background. Yeah, Mike, thanks for inviting me to share. And um, yeah, my my background really starts with um, kind of what I was born. My like most of us, my story starts with uh, unfortunately my father leaving right when I was born, and that really left a lot of wounds. Um, and that really led me into my high school career, and after high school, I went into the Navy. Um, so I went into the military for a short bit of time and was medically discharged, came out, and had to figure out what was next. And during that journey, I felt like the Lord was calling me. Didn't know he was calling me at the time, but I felt called into sales. And so started my journey into sales and marketing. And so started at K Jewelers working in sales, just working with people coming in, wanting to share the biggest parts of their life, memories that they were creating. Um, and it was an exciting journey to get into sales, but very quickly I actually moved over to GoDaddy and at GoDaddy started working in sales and started on the inbound team, um, working in the business department, very quickly moved over to business development and more of a customer um, development type of work where we worked with businesses making over million dollars a year and helping them chart out pathways for their business. Um, so I love business, but unfortunately at the time I was not following Christ. Um, and I found all the wrong reasons to do business. Um, and during that season of my life, I just really fell apart in a lot of ways. I ended up just yeah, really struggling to figure out what it was that was going to fill me up. I, I searched, you know, in finances, so looked at scaling up my my finances and sales, and that didn't do it. I looked into friends groups where we'd go out and party quite a bit, and that didn't seem to do it either. And really struggled trying to figure out who I was, and that just led me into kind of a season of depression and a season of just pain, trying to figure out who it was that I 
was meant to be. Um, at this time, I wasn't a Christian and I just didn't know how to answer that question. I knew I loved business and I enjoyed it, but I, I just didn't feel like that was where my identity was. And so when the first business that I started crashed and GoDaddy bonus structure changed and I started losing my friends and my finances, I really struggled trying to figure out that question of who am I? Well, and that led me to a place where I ended up just becoming very depressed, suicidal, um, and kind of capstone into a night where I really thought about just taking my life and didn't know where, where to go next. So I, after that night, I actually had an email invite to a, to a wonderful, wonderful young adult ministry at a church called Compass Christian. And so I went to this ministry not knowing what to expect. Um, at the time, again, wasn't Christian, but figured why not give it a shot? My mom was Christian and she seemed to talk about it all the time. So went down there and was immediately welcomed into a community of people who showcased what love really felt like. So I sat at this table with these people and we went out in a circle and the question was, how's your week going? And under that question, how's your week going? And question came to me and I didn't quite know how to answer it, but I, for the first time in my life, just spoke truthfully and told them of my pain and everything else going on in life. And I remember their answer was to what I was saying was just, Hey, we're so glad that you're here. And one of those words we're so glad that you're here, even though you're broken, even though you have all this pain. We're just glad that you're here. And went home later that night. And for the first time, I read scripture, truly read scripture, got in the word and read it. And I opened up the book of Romans. That was the first book of the Bible that I've ever read was Romans. And I remember the relieving feeling when I read for the, the first two chapters and realized that I wasn't the only broken person. Yeah. And my life wasn't the only one that was falling apart, that we were all falling apart, but that there was an answer. That answer was Jesus. Yeah. Um, I remember very clearly the Lord giving me two options. He said, Brandon, you can choose road one, which is easy. It's short lived. Or you can choose road two, which would be the hardest road you've ever chose. But it's the eternal road that is with me. Mm. And I said, God, a Walked the first road too many times, and it's not leading me anywhere pleasant. So I will choose road two. Um, and that led me to following the Lord, uh, which in a turn of events led me into the missions world, where I started learning about church planning missions and disciple-making movements. And at the time, I experienced the bad side of business, the dark side of it, which was really just the dark side of my flesh living out in business. And it felt like that meant that I had to let that go. Nobody was there to walk with me and show me the true intention, God's true intention for business. So for about two years, dedicated to church planning movements and disciple-making movements-based ministry and mobilization. And one day I learned about business's mission. It was actually at a conference where, um, Mike, it was actually your Third Path Initiative videos that were one of the, some of the first videos I ever watched for business's mission. Um, yeah. And... I remember just this world opening to me of, oh my gosh, like I could take my business skills and the talents that the Lord has given me and I can live missionally through it. And I remember this 
emotional eruption in my heart, just feeling like the Lord has placed me exactly where I was meant to be. When I went out from there, I started researching the damn global resources and Joe Plummer and just all the resources that were out there. It was so wonderful to just experience this new world. People who had business experience for decades using it to bless the kingdom. And that really spoke to my heart of my desires of what I wanted to do. You know, Brandon, that, that your story is, it's, of course, it's unique. It's your story, but there's some really beautiful parts of it. You know, one is that I, I think many of us, the road to coming to Christ was that road of disillusionment of, you know, just, just not knowing who we were or why we were here and, you know, kind of figuring there's got to be more than this. I mean, whatever the the verbiage is, that that's that's pretty common. But but it's so it's so encouraging to me to hear about a church that actually lived the gospel with you. That that you it just they they knew how to receive you. They knew how to love you, and that that became maybe the open door to to what happened. You know, in Christ coming into your life, and and you your life to Him, choosing as you put it, road two. That's a, that's an incredibly encouraging testimony, just to me, uh, to, to <laughs> put it this way: to see that to see the church do it right, uh, they don't usually do it right. They this, I mean, but this this church did, and that's a, that's a beautiful story. Um, okay, so you you and I love the idea that you you begin to realize I can love God and business. You know, it's not a, I don't have to make a choice. I can do business for God with God. Uh, as as Bill Job says all the time, he says you're you're not you're not doing business for God. You're doing business with God, uh, and and that to me is a great way of thinking about it. So all right, so you you start becoming engaged in business's mission. You're connected to BAM Global. You know Joe Plummer. You probably know Mats Tunahag and some of the other leaders in the movement around the world. So so what began to happen that that births Arimathea? the organization you now lead. Yeah. So it's actually kind of a funny story. So I didn't set out to start an organization. It was actually something the Lord just kind of unraveled over time. I really set out on this journey of myself wanting to go overseas. I wanted to go really do business's mission amongst the unreached. And I deeply desired to go and do that. Um, and along this journey of uncovering resources and all the opportunities out there, and realize that as much as there's all these opportunities that are out there, there is nobody kind of taking me by the hand and walking with me. Um, I felt a lot of my journey in BAM was very uh, lonely at the beginning. It took me a while to you know be able to reach out to you on LinkedIn and be able to reach out to others and be able to start to connect the dots and figure out where the Lord was taking me. It took me a while. Um, and coming from a mission mobilization background and being connected to Frontiers and Launch Global and various other mobilization organizations, I saw how a lot of the people that I met, they got to be walked down this beautiful journey of kind of somebody meeting them early on in their journey of learning about missions and taking them by the hand and walking them into a missional training community and then overseas and just kind of walking with them and... The Lord just really pressed it on my heart that I wanted to start walking with others. And so started walking with others and helping them be introduced into the BAM world. I remember going down to ASU for prayer nights, actually, and ASU is Arizona State University. And um, would go down there 
and I would talk to some of the business students that are Christian and on these prayer walks and he was asked, Hey, have you ever thought of missions? Is that something that crossed your mind? And it really broke my heart because the same answer I got most multiple times was, well, I would think about missions from a business student. I'm not a missionary. Yeah, dude. And it broke my heart thinking there's so many people out there that have this unlocked potential to go overseas and catalyze movements because of the gifts God has given them. Yet they actually are feeling like the gifts God has given them are actually prohibiting them from going into the very thing that is very possible that God has blessed them to go and do. And so started walking with them and started coaching them. And then a few people started joining in on the team that I was on and asking if they could also help. And so we started meeting regularly and doing that. And then, uh, we, I had, a I was blessed by having many mentors in my life at that point. And so over time, then I just kind of reached out to each of those mentors and said, Hey, would you be, you know, if we started a nonprofit, would you be on our board? And they said, yes. Um, and so, you know, really, Aaron, that actually kind of originated from my heart posture, which was just wanting to pull the resources that are available in the BAM world and walk through them seamlessly, seamlessly um, to the nations. I believe that if we could take people who are especially in that senior year of their business school or they're early on in their business life um, and just kind of start walking with them and having relationships with them and showing them all the resources that's that's the heartbeat there in the theater and that's what we that's what we do and so we're in the process right now of just trying to figure out how to pull more bam resources from what's out there and just create a platform for people to walk on um so that's really what happy is and why we started we'll be right back after a short break if your business or ministry would like to sponsor the business as mission podcast simply email info at thirdpathinitiative.com and we'll set up a conversation about your needs and goals. You know, the origin of, of the name Third Path Initiative came out of what you just described, is that we saw the same thing. In my heart, I, I, I did business as mission for many, many decades, but by the last 10 or so years, my heart has been for the next generation. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not old, but I'm not young anymore either. And so I've got a heart for the next generation. And we, we started looking at reaching them. And we, what we started seeing in colleges was somebody would come to Christ either in college or before they went. And they, they really came out loving business and loving God, but the system only offered two paths. You could either go into ministry, traditional ministry of some sort, or you could go into business and fund ministry. And we said, no, there's a third path, right? There, there is a, there is this business's mission, this seamless integration path that you can go on. And so, when I'm hearing you talk about it, just it reinforces again to me that uh, this is this is a great message for particularly young people uh, to look at it as you say, early in their career, early in, or, or maybe they're about to graduate and they're really starting to figure out, Lord, what what do you have for me? And again, the paradigm says, well, you have to go left door, right door. Like no, there's actually a third door. There's there is a door that might be for you. So how do you how do you find these folks, Brandon? I, I mean, I, I love the heart you've got to to come alongside them, to walk with them. I, and I'm guessing, tell me if I'm wrong. I'm guessing that's part of the um, the Arimathea message, right? The 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 Arimathea, the, the Joseph of Arimathea 
is a is a, a man who helped and served and walked, right? I mean, so how do you find these folks? How do you how do you come alongside? How do you start introducing them to the potential within the BAM movement? We currently, um, there's a couple ways that we're currently doing that. So first, there is campus ministries um, at ASU, obviously, and multiple other colleges. And I believe part of our calling is to reach the campus minister leaders directly. Um, So we've been working with one group of students out of the Thunderbird College at ASU. um, And... They are a group of Christian students that are all international, which is the most beautiful, which is, in my opinion, one of the most beautiful things is they're all international students. And you have Navajo, you have people from China, you have people from Africa that are all these amazing, well-educated business professionals. And most, what's interesting to see in that group is a lot of them, um, most of international students come to the U.S. and then they want to get a job in the U.S., which is wonderful as well. It's a huge blessing to us. But these students are actually saying, actually, I want to go back to my people now that I have the gospel and use my business skills to actually bless my people. Um, so that's one source of people that we, a group of students that we've been working with. Um, also just having good relationships and being willing to serve the different campus ministries. You know, we really try to go to their different Bible study nights and just get involved with them, um, versus expecting them to get involved with us. Just, Really, our heart on our team is like, hey, we surf first, and then we just kind of see where's the Lord moving. You know, what students is he speaking to that we could jump into their life? Um, another big blessing for us is we are part of a mission connection um, steering committee. Mission Connection is a conference that originated in Oregon, is now here in the Southwest in Phoenix. Um, and their goal is to actually have 50 partner churches sending out 500 missionaries with 5,000 people praying. Um, And right now they're about 27 different church partners in the last conference represented over a hundred churches. And so we actually host a businesses mission workshop tracks at those conferences as well to meet people. So the third and kind of final pull of that is we are working with sending organizations and we're developing our four month training program to actually be part of those sending organizations for them to use. And so my goal is also within the sending organizations that um, to provide them adequate BAM training so that way people that are wanting to go overseas, wanting to be sent to the nations and want to go and do BAM have access to really solid BAM training material early on in their mobilization journey. And I hope the listeners are catching what, what you're saying here because I'm as you're talking, I get this this image of, of Arimathea trying, not trying to own anything, right? It's not about building your organization big, strong, powerful, and rich. It's about serving and giving away the things that you have or the things that you have access to. And, and I love that heart. I, I think that's, you know, because I was going to ask you, you know, did the, did the campus ministries, do they ever view you as a threat? You know, like you're stealing my sheep. But not with an attitude like that. They they couldn't see you as a threat. They could only see you as, you know, these guys are walking with us. These guys are serving us. These guys are caring for us. And that's just that's rare, Brandon. That your heart and I and I'm going to assume that the whole organization has that heart of just we're not here to build something. We're not here to own anything. We're here to help people find their way, and and basically in a sense give them to other other folks. I mean. That's a that's a beautiful vision. 
Thanks. Yeah. So like you said, one of our core values that's in my opinion, our most important core values is that we're others centered, which means it's not just about serving other people, just check it off, but really raise what somebody's pain points, what are their strengths? How it's really taking the time to learn other people and other organizations and figure out how no do we literally do to serve this other person or this other organization. We we want to do everything we can in our power to yeah not create things on our own but to talk to organizations like Sobe over at YWAM or to talk to yeah. you know you and Third Path Initiative or to just talk to the different organizations that are out there and say hey how can we together create good pathways for people that are coming out of college people that are early in their business career but what do we do together to streamline them to get overseas well trained and not broken you know unfortunately in the entrepreneur career it's it's not uncommon to be told that working 50 60 hours a week and running your life to the ground around you is okay and that's just in my opinion one of the most yeah it's 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 a very sad thing that we've let be okay so also a big part of our team is we actually are having a counselor that's going to be joining our team soon so that way, as we're walking with people, she can actually counsel and make sure that they are emotionally mm-hmm. healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for me, just from my background personally, feeling that brokenness and those dep- that depression, you know, desire to end my own life just because I'm broken. And I was on this entrepreneurial hamster wheel working 60, 70 plus hours a week because that's just what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. It was hard for me to jump off and realize what God really had. And so, yeah, our heart really is to be other centered, to take care of not only the people that we're coaching, but the organizations and the people that we're connected to. All right. So question for you, what's next for Arimathea? Where are you going? What's what's the dream to grow, go go to other places? Or are you wanting to, you know, open chapters around different places? What's what's coming up for you? We really love and are inspired by the perspectives ministry model. Where I think what Perspectives did that was so incredible was they built a foundational curriculum that would take people through 16 weeks of training. And then they invited various other organizations. Perspectives kind of created this space where volunteers or other organizations could come in and train people on missional topics and then invite them into different opportunities and have different perspective lenses in the terms of global uh, missions. And so we were actually in the process of building a four month coaching program. And our curriculum base will be based off of Neural Johnson's book that he just released, yeah. um, Business's Mission in a Nutshell. A great book. Yeah, Neil did an amazing job on it. And uh, we were actually blessed to go up to his house and Pagosa Springs and escaped the Arizona heat, which was amazing. <laughs> um, but we also got to spend, yeah, some really quality time with Neil, um, which was refreshing. Um, and so we want to have his material just be kind of a baseline of curriculum to coach people and bring people through. But we want to bring in outside leaders um, and outside BAM uh, practitioners in to train on different weeks and different topics and just also to be a space where 
Yeah, like like I've been saying, we we want to be a space that really helps to um, market and you know, lack of better words, these other organizations that are doing wonderful work. We want to talk about to the people going through the program about Third Path Initiative or SOBI or Open Network. We want to talk about those organizations openly, not any fear of competition or anything else, but to really just be there to showcase these other wonderful organizations that exist. Wow. So, Brandon, I know we're going to run out of time here. I, um, God, I love I love what you're sharing. So, how can people support you? How can people pray for you? How can people, you know, be maybe even become a part of what you're doing? Right now, I would say our biggest prayer request is just that as our team continues to move forward, that we would continue to search for opportunities to serve other organizations um as we become more busy and mm-hmm. we just have a lot more moving pieces now it's, it gets hard sometimes and that's just never a hard posture that i want to have i want to continue to figure out how we serve other people and other organizations deeper and also i would say um our biggest need is really with the business as a mission you know kind of mobilization tool that we're creating to mobilize people from the colleges and other organizations you know other Sending works, we would love to have more businesses and mission practitioners who want to share their story, who want to be an encouragement to folks who are the future of BAM, just to, you know, have a platform for them to come and share their stories, their testimony, how business has been used in their life. Um, so that way it's just inspiring to the next generation. That's fantastic, man. So um, last question for you. How, how can people learn more about Arimathea? Website, email. How do they? How do they contact you? So we are working with our web dev to finish up our website, which will be done in the next few weeks. But as of right now, the best way to reach out to us would just be my email, um, or to reach out through my LinkedIn. Yeah, I, I, that's you, you're one of the few people that I've noticed that almost lives inside LinkedIn, and I'm encouraged by that. It's fun to see my learning for you. So, all right, if you guys go. You, you look for Brandon Junkin, J-U-N-K-I-N, and uh, he'll, you'll see him on LinkedIn. His, his LinkedIn page is informative, uh, great messaging there. So, And we, what, what will be the website when it is available? It will be arimatheateam.com.org. I mean, team.com. Arimatheateam.com. Okay, fantastic. Brandon, last words, it's yours. What, would you, what do you want people to, to, when they finish this podcast, what do you want them to take away with them? Yeah, just that. Uh, my team couldn't be more blessed by the work that's been done before us. Honestly, if it wasn't for people like Neil and you, Mike, and Joe Plummer, and just the various others paving the road for us, we would have no road right now to walk on. And so I know it came with a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, and prayer. And we are blessed to receive just the road that you guys have set before us. And we just want to continue being a blessing to the ones that are going to be walking the road for the next several generations and being able to continue just being a part of the movement that God is really doing here in business and we're thankful just to be a part of it. Well, I can tell you I'm personally thankful for you. I'm glad we got to know each other and I'm very blessed by what you're doing and the vision you're sharing. So Brandon, thanks for being with us. Hope you'll come back uh, and and do another episode someday when there's more updates or more challenges you guys are facing. Want to get your get your story out there. Um, so for those who are, are, are listening, you can 
uh, like this or rate this uh, podcast episode, share it with friends. I want to have people hear the story of Brandon and Arimathea, this team, um, in terms of what God is doing with this. This is a young group. I mean, I, I think, Brandon, you're 27. I mean, so this yeah, is... I'm 27. Yeah, this is a young group, guys. And, and so get connected. Find out what they're doing. This, this it truly is next generation stuff, and it's just beautiful and encouraging to me. So thank you so much for reaching out to me and becoming my friend. And uh, we get to share life together, man. That's, that's pretty amazing. So we'll have you back soon, I hope. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to the Business as Mission podcast. We invite you to become part of the story by supporting the BAM podcast at patreon.com slash BAM stories. There's a link in the notes with this episode. For more information, go to thirdpathinitiative.com or triventure.com. Please share this podcast and give us a review wherever you listen.